You're listening to St. Pius X Catholic Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. Thank you for joining us. These readings actually have a pretty tough message for our decadent culture today. But I'm just the messenger. With physical ailments can bring even great men to their knees. And miraculous physical healings can even bring opponents to the faith to be believers. But there is a greater message in these readings. Naaman, in our first reading from the book of Kings, was a Syrian general, a very influential, powerful man. You could think of it, today's terms, as the United States five-star general, or a Russian general in, in the wartime. An extraordinarily powerful man. Naaman was afflicted with leprosy, written in the scriptures as a curse from God, your physical skin, you're no longer recognizable. In fact, they're told that they are supposed to be ostracized from the community. Naaman, who was not an Israelite, he was not Jewish, heard about this prophet, Elisha, a Jewish prophet, the prophet of God, that had the power to heal. Upon hearing this, he traveled long distances to, to be healed by Elisha. Elisha said, go seven times into the Jordan. Upon obeying Elisha, Naaman was healed. Upon obeying God's prophet, he was physically healed but a much greater healing happened, that of his soul. The most important line from our first reading is not that his skin was made like a baby's. The most important line from our first reading is the last line. Naaman says, for I will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifice to any other God except to the Lord. God can heal both physically and spiritually. Uh, healing souls is much harder because bodies put up no resistance to God and souls do. The story of Naaman is not so much about his physical healing from leprosy, but on a much more radically important level, his healing from idolatry from worshiping the wrong God to the right God. With that in mind, we look to the gospel. Jesus walking through the nations, bringing salvation to the world in the distance. Ten lepers. 
the ten leopards representing people who break the Ten Commandments and cause decay in the soul, these ten lepers crying out in a loud voice, Lord, have mercy on me. Jesus looks at them and says, go to the priest and show that you have been healed. And on obeying our Lord's words, after leaving him, they healed on the way. They obey Jesus first, and then they are healed. Same as Naaman. Only one returns. In the Greek, it's a, the word is allogenes, or foreigner. It's the only time in the entire New Testament that word is used. A foreigner, a stranger, a Samaritan, meaning that the other nine were Jewish, of the Jewish faith, the faith of God. A stranger returned to give thanks. Eucharistia. The Eucharist means giving thanks. Eucharistia. This foreigner returned to give thanks. This person who was furthest from God returned to give proper worship to God. The storyline of our readings is not so much about the physical healings, but about the spiritual healings and the proper worship of God. Nine of those men were Jewish of God's faith. The foreigner returned. What is he getting at? God is presenting the fact that while these Jewish people, they had holy people in their family, their family was the family of God, the Samaritan had no one in his family that gave, that gave thanks to God. The point that God is presenting is that at some point in my life, I have to give thanks. I have to worship God. It does not matter so much how holy your parents were, how holy your grandparents were. Father, look, my mom and dad, my mom and papa, Grammy and Gramps, never missed. Follow the faith to a T. Look, my grandparents, they most like, I really do think, I don't know if they ever committed a mortal sin. Uh, but God is not going to ask me about them on my judgment day. God is going to ask me about me. At some point in my life, I have to make the decision to worship God. Look, God works in many ways. But I need to return and give thanks. St. Augustine wrote about this passage that while God heals and works in many ways in the world, there's only one, uh, one person, one thing that returns thanks back to God worthily and well. That is the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. That's St. Augustine from the year 300. There are many things that fill my soul and give me joy. 
I love to go hunting. And nature brings me great joy. Father, look, I couldn't make Sunday Mass. I was in the deer stand. Father, I had uh, family and friends over. We had a long night. You know, I couldn't make it. Father, I just don't get that much out of Mass. The radical thing about that is that Mass is not about you. It's not about me. It's about God. The central theme of our worship is not worship of me, is not worship of like what gives me gratification. It's about returning to God to give thanks. I'm sure all nine of those men that did not return to God was truly thankful in their heart. Oh, God knows my heart. You know, it doesn't really matter that I return to give thanks. He knows my heart. We have to give thanks to God. What is my excuse for missing Sunday Mass, for casually and lazily missing worship? Look, I understand there's legitimate reasons. It's sickness. I have to take care of my parents, right? That a charity. These are legitimate reasons I cannot make Mass. But look at what we have. Look at where we live. It's one hour in a week. I spend more time on that on YouTube in a day. We have confession available twice a day. And if those times don't work, we have 14 churches in Lafayette that offer confession every single day. We don't do that so it looks good in the bulletin. We do that because it's necessary. Look, as an analogy, if my dad lived down the street, uh, my dad lived down the street, but I didn't go see him. It's been years since I went to see my dad. I'd be hard-pressed to convince him that I love him. In fact, I'd be hard-pressed not to try to convince him that I love him. I'd be hard-pressed to convince my dad that I didn't hate him, that I didn't have animosity, or that I didn't replace him with someone else. These readings are tough for our decadent culture today because it's, it breaks this kind of prideful and selfish mentality that we foster. That worship of God is not about doing what I want or doing what makes me happy. Worship of God is about God. God gave us how we're supposed to worship and return and give thanks, the Eucharist. Eucharistia, to give thanks. I don't tell God how I'm going to worship him. God tells me and I obey. And by obeying God, I'm healed, sometimes physically. But always, more importantly, I'm healed spiritually. If you are far from God, so much so that you feel you have to yell to try to get his attention, 
Do not worry about that. Remember, it was the stranger that returned to give thanks to God. Probably because he saw more than others what he was missing.